Get ready to celebrate God's call to go. Here's your weekly dose of heartwarming encouragement for the missionary in all of us. Welcome to Missions Change My Life. Now here's your host, Pastor Kevin. Hey, Justin, last week's episode was right up there at the top, oh, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so proud of my pastor. Yeah. <laughs> if you did not hear last week's episode, you need to go back and hear part one of God Answers Prayer right. with our special interview with Pastor mm-hmm. Pagam of the NCF Fellowship there in Pune. Right. That's where our staff member, Justin, worships when he's there in Pune. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that really connected us to NCF uh, years ago. And we're very grateful for that but we get to welcome him back today i know right (laughs) yeah pastor welcome to missions changed my life yeah thank you thank you for this opportunity yeah Mm -hmm. so last week we got to hear your story and especially the details of your son's birth and the miracle that god worked in sparing your son's life but we heard unbelievable sacrifice. You actually pray in God, if anybody has to die, let me be the one. Don't take my son Mm. and how God spared both of your lives. And Mm. then the sacrifice of your church members to even roll up their sleeves and donate their blood so that your son could live Mm. because the blood banks were depleted and just how they loved on you as pastor and just that incredible story. If you didn't hear it last week, I would encourage you to go back and listen to part one. But today, Pastor, we're going to hear more about just how life is today in Pune, India, as a result of this global pandemic. So it's January 2021. I want you just to think mentally of where the church was in January 2020 before COVID really hit. What all has changed over the last year as far as ministry in India. Okay, thank you for asking this question. 2020 January was um, we we had a uh, everything uh, life was normal, everything was normal, and and we did not expect uh, what came after to do to actually happen. So um, we had a uh, physical. Uh, gatherings for our uh, worship services on Sundays and on some other special uh, Sunday, uh, special days. But um, now, after the pandemic or uh, during this pandemic, life totally changed. We were not even able to see each other literally for some months. Mm. And, and of course, by the grace of God, that a phase of life is now uh, something that is gone. And now in ja- in January 2021, the, uh, life is actually back almost to normal. Although we have some restriction here in the city, mm-hmm. um, churches are actually coming together like before for worship with mm-hmm. some precautions taken. However, NCF, uh, as we do not have our own church building, we are asked to actually uh, come after some months, so we may not be able to come together uh, even within this uh, uh, month or even in the month to come. But Mm -hmm. we hope and pray that God will uh, allow us to come together in persons and uh, worship Him and have fellowship with one, one another, fellowship with God. As of now, uh, besides this uh, 
and being unable to come together for worship, everything has actually become normal. Mm. I We have started visiting each other. We have started traveling. We have started uh, conducting marriage. We have started conducting uh, uh, baptism. We have started conducting uh, all this uh, uh, training and all. Mm-hmm. And by the grace of God, during this uh, uh, just... Just this month, on 8th of January, I was privileged to officiate uh, the wedding ceremony of uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Salakpo and Smita. Mm -hmm. So life is actually back to normal, except for not being able to come together for Sunday worship services. Okay. Mm. Yes. Well, that's great. Give us a glimpse of 2020. So take us through like April and May. Historically, NCF has been a church of uh, young people. Over a thousand uh, people from Northeast India are studying in Pune uh, at various colleges and seminaries. And so what happened when everyone was sent back to their homes as a result of the pandemic? Walk us through that, because there was a great deal of suffering and Mm -hmm. hardship during those months. By uh, April... Of course, till May, uh, young people here in the city and, um, of course, students as well as the working youth, um, uh, almost all of them who wanted to go home actually left home. And very few of us were left behind here. Mm -hmm. So during that time, even those of us who are here in the city, we could not uh, meet each other. And and, then... if one had to move out from his home, uh, he or she needed the pass. And uh, I was, I was uh, privileged to have the pass uh, uh, received from the police department here in Pune. And so I was able to go and see some of the people who are in need, and especially those who were um, going through very difficult time because of the lack of food essentials Mm -hmm. so at one point of time just our driver myself and one of our church members were permitted to go around because of the relief work we we were doing Mm -hmm. and later on of course some people joined and we even the the number of uh, individuals working for the uh, for this relief work actually turned, um, we came up to 17, 18 people. Mm. And, and uh, I, I just want to mention one thing. In, to begin with the relief work here in the city, we thought we didn't have enough money and people also uh, were a little bit, res- will be a little bit reserved because of the situation and because many people were losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. So I just wrote uh, and send the circular uh, asking the church members to contribute towards the relief fund. And our target was just one lakh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But by the end of July, uh, actually, uh, we ended up receiving more than 20 lakhs. Wow. And uh, <laughs> by the grace of God, we were able to help those who were in need, like around what seventeen thousand people? Oh, uh, we, we we did not we did not write down many of the names, so 
Uh, officially, we recorded around 17,000 only, mm -hmm. but um, I'm sure, very confident to say that may, around 20 to 25,000 people were actually helped during that time. Mm. So with the uh, of course coming from global hub of India, mm -hmm. from uh, here in the city and friends from Nagaland, the alumni in different parts of this country, they are sent. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of our members uh, who is also, uh, who also, who, who came from Korea, mm -hmm. uh, Mrs. Grace was of course very instrumental in the hands of God and he was, she was very resourceful. Mm -hmm. She had many friends and relatives willing to support uh, mm -hmm. this um, relief work mm -hmm. so uh, we did a tremendous job because of the grace of god mm -hmm. and i'm very happy that one morning i had to actually injure my back because of loading the uh when because our driver was so exhausted that he could not move any longer so i uh, told him to take rest and then that morning i had to drive i have to load and unload mm -hmm. maybe around uh uh, three or four hundred kilos of uh, uh, food essentials, wow. and um, I, I just got injured. But, but I managed with uh, a jacket to uh, uh, tie around my uh, waist, and then uh, finished the, the day's work and came back. And then, of course, I had to bed rest for three days. Wow. Um, and I recovered after three days, but mm -hmm. by by the grace of God. So mm -hmm. that's how. We, we, we were uh, able to serve the people here in the city. And mm -hmm. uh, mostly the people we helped were actually um, migrant workers here in mm -hmm. the city coming from different parts of India. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I want to just give God glory um, because one yes. of the things I've glory noticed. Yeah, hallelujah. One of the things I've noticed, there has been incredible suffering of human need as a result of the pandemic. But um, churches in the U.S., uh, I've heard it from Pastor Stephen Furtick with Elevation Church, that their offerings uh, have increased, not decreased. Uh, Hope mm -hmm. Community Church offerings increased, not decreased. Summit Church offerings decre uh, increased, not mm -hmm. decreased. And it's one thing to think, okay, well, that is in an influent country like the USA. Mm -hmm. But Pastor is saying they hope for a one lakh and they collected 20 lakh. 20 lakh. Yeah. Yeah. The offerings increased, not decreased. And and yet there it have increased. been people of God that have lost their jobs. And like part of your congregation moved back to Northeast India. And so you've got depleted numbers. You've got depleted employment. And yet the offerings are going up mm -hmm. um, for for the mission of God. Mm -hmm. God's certainly at work in this. There's mm -hmm. no coincidence that that is the testimony out of 2020. Mm -hmm. um, and so to God be the glory for that. Yeah, at least that is like almost $30,000 US dollar they received for the COVID relief. Yeah. It just that yeah. like so many people's family they you know they're suffering from the like yeah, finance and a lot of stuff going on but but that's equal could, to like 30 mm -hmm. million in the US oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. it's an unbelievable miracle that only that you can only explain with the words but god mm -hmm. <laughs> he he did that pastor you're sharing us like there's another miracle or not a miracle <laughs> it's just like <laughs> 
We love your story. Thank you for sharing your testimony and, and the church minister. Yes, yeah. it was God really working and God really showing up. And that's how I have learned that God really shows up uh, mm-hmm. more during difficult times. Yeah, and I can so tell your faith have, is greater. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. know if you can hear it in your prayers, but I can, and I can, I can see it on your face. I can just sense it in your demeanor. You're so confident. Mm -hmm. Your, your faith has, has increased. Not that you were weak in your faith a year ago, Mm -hmm. but you, you are certainly a strong man of the gospel, faithful unto the Lord now. What have you seen in in the life of your church? I mean, in part one, you shared about how they rallied around you and your family in the midst of the crisis with Theodore. I know that 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 equals their maturity and their faith developing. But what have you seen? Like, would you look back and say, well, in 2020, NCF really uh, died? Or would you say that it got stronger and faith is thriving now? I should say that the fate of NCF is developed. Mm. And then the, whatever I express in my teaching and preaching, uh, in my um, casual conversation, I feel like I represent the uh, faith and the confidence of the church. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just my family and it's, just, it's not just myself. But we as a church together, we have experience. God's presence, God's work uh, during all these difficult times. Mm -hmm. And the church itself did not actually have enough to buy all the uh, basic things we we needed for our church. Like we did not have the uh, camera, uh, good camera. Uh, We did not have the keyboard. Uh, for the worship team. Mm. We did not have the laptop for the Sunday school department. The one which we were using was always uh, repairing, repairing and hanging, and they would not use many times. Mm -hmm. But during this pandemic, these are some of the things we bought. And there are so many, there have been so many things we actually were able to uh, meet the need of the church, like, we even renovated our office, which was very, which was very old and mm-hmm. uh, which was in very, very bad shape. But now it looks like a real office. If you come and see, <laughs> you, you will see the changes. Yeah. And we have a very good uh, qualitative uh, camera. Mm-hmm. You will see that in the videos we are uploading. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a very good um, Laptop for the Sunday school department. We have the very good keyboard, mm. uh, things like that. So our faith uh, gives increasing as God uh, is really showing us how He can provide us even during this difficult time for the people. Yeah, that's mm. why we keep on saying pandemic in many ways uh, have been. Uh, blessing in disguise for us. Right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the scripture makes it very clear that that which is meant for evil, God makes for good. And so if the enemy is scheming against the church to close it down and to use COVID to close the church down, mm. God took that closure of the church, those months that you couldn't meet and brought out a witness and an impact 
uh, that was even greater than before and just yes. growing your church and strengthening your church. Let's just look at fruit for a minute. You've already in part one, you shared the fruit of evangelism and being able to pray with so many doctors and nurses there in the yes. hospital and your church family's witness of prayer right there in the hospital and and that what is the climate now as a result of of covid in the community how are you seeing god using this virus for good what kind of fruit like you've you just said that you're able to do baptisms what's yes. happening are you finding that people are open to the presence of god in their life in a way that maybe they were too busy earlier Yes, I feel, see, during the pandemic, I was privileged to baptize uh, six, sorry, five of them. One, uh, six, six of, supposed to be six of them, but one was not ready. So I, I advised him to go slow as we attended, uh, as we had the Bible study for a week. So mm -hmm. I was privileged to baptize five of our young people. Um, when I say our young people, it's not just the Nagas. Mm -hmm. uh, I was uh, privileged to actually baptize um, one from Makalaya, one from Punjab, one from here, and the rest, of course, Nagas. Mm -hmm. So this is how uh, God works. And I feel very strongly that this pandemic has really uh, open the door for us to uh, minister mm -hmm. or to serve the people in the city because uh, on the street mm -hmm. I was able to pray for people and uh, tell I was able to tell them that God loves them in the railway station. See, if I happen to be uh, praying and uh, and then shouting something about God's love uh, during normal days, I could have been arrested and then put in the prison but you will see you will see in some of the uh, pictures that uh, railway police and then uh, this uh, railway staff of course the police as well as the staff they joined with us and then they prayed with us mm. we raised our hands after sending especially the people going to manipur mizoram and nagaland we we managed to of course uh, with the God-given resources, we were able to help some of the returnees to mm -hmm. to have something to to enjoy during their journey because they did. We knew that they did not have enough food, mm -hmm. so we uh, sent them with some food packages, mm -hmm. uh, some dry fruits, some biscuits, and then of course sometimes uh, some fruits like uh, uh, banana. Mm -hmm. So. During this all this time, we were uh, allowed. In fact, we were we were actually appreciated for our effort, and we were um, welcome to pray for them, and they were uh, willing to pray with us. Mm -hmm. So on the street, in the railway station, and then the red light areas and the slums, mm. we had the freedom to speak about God's love, mm. God's care. Mm -hmm. And we were able to, of course, share with them the little uh, um, that we had. And that's how we saw God working and we see God working in us. Mm -hmm. Praise God. So um, 
Yes, yes. Uh, God has really uh, opened the door for our ministry here in the city during this uh, during this pandemic. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's what we've been witnessing globally. We've been praying for and just witnessing that people would be more sensitive to the presence of God now and uh, desiring his blessings, his presence in their life. You know, I can't imagine going through 2020 and not knowing that God is an ever-present help in time of need. And, you know, the Christians, the believers of God have have suffered along with humanity in the midst of this pandemic. But what about those that don't know that God is an ever-present help? Who do they turn to? Where do they find their peace? How do they find confidence in the midst of chaos? Let this be used of God to really draw the world to him. For God so loved the world and the world's been hurting this year and is still hurting, but he loves this world that he gave his one and only son. And yet so often we don't, we don't really long to receive that gift. And I really pray and believe that this will be the day of salvation, that there'll be more men and women, boys and girls across the globe, especially in India, but around the world that will call upon the name of the Lord Jesus to be saved and realize that he does speak. He is a practical help in time of need. And when you hear your testimonies and your stories and the miracles, this has got to make it contagious for those that are far from God to really realize this is an opportunity, a gift that we've been given to really put our trust in the Lord. So pastor, how is NCF today? It's now January, 2021. How are you making Christ known today through the marriage, through the baptisms? Are you allowed to go out in the city and are you having, are you having some outreach programs now? How are you making Christ known? What's your vision for 2021? Some of our church leaders went home uh, for winter break and they, they have uh, returned. And, and uh, yes, we are not able to come together to worship and have fellowship, but uh, we will continue to uh, uh, have fellowship and uh, worship through these uh, online services. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the main uh, channels we, we use to... Uh, reach out to our members and to others is now YouTube, okay. and, and uh, of course, it, which is forwarded to the Facebook and mm-hmm. sometimes Instagram, and then the, of course uh, WhatsApp. Uh, so this way, we are uh, able to make Christ known, even to friends who uh, are not actually in the church circle, mm-hmm. and and uh, we haven't. Um, plan anything like uh, physically gathering and organizing uh, some kind of uh, seminars or some kind of became. But uh, even in the month of December, just recently, we were able to uh, reach out to the people who are uh, called these uh, sanitary workers, mm-hmm. sanitary uh, health workers, and then the of course, uh, we were also uh, privileged to reach out to these um, people on the street, the homeless, with the blankets mm-hmm. and, of course, some tracts and uh, Hindi and Marathi Bible oh. and also mask. Mm-hmm. We 
we always include this uh, face mask mm-hmm. to uh, do the gift, little gifts or small gifts we share with them. Uh, we may not be literally uh, preaching on the street, but uh, we just want to continue whatever way we can continue, just as we have been doing. Uh, and and uh, we also have uh, this coming Thursday, the elders of the church we call it trustees here we are going to have uh, some meeting to discuss about how uh, things can be carried forward can can be carried forward mm-hmm. from this time on yeah. so uh, please keep the that in mind and continue to pray for us yeah but uh, as of now we are able to reach out to the people in the many ways like um like I mentioned, yeah. on the on the street mm-hmm. and to people who are uh, of the poor uh, section, we we focus on them. And of course, this uh, Pune Christian Fellowship uh, have been also privileged, and I'm one of them. I'm I'm also a member there. Mm-hmm. We were also privileged to reach out to the police department to uh, thank them and encourage them for their hard work during this pandemic, and we shared. Uh, the gospel track, especially during Christmas. Good. So that way, we are continuing here, mm-hmm. and uh, we will continue for some some months uh, with our virtual worships, which is actually shared with friends and and uh, uh, acquaintances or uh, uh, people who are not within our circle. Yeah. It is not just within our church circle that we circulate the online services. Uh, the videos we we record for our online services and for uh, some of the testimony we also have uh, people coming forward to testify so uh, when you go to ncf pune uh, youtube channel you will see many uh, testimonies being shared by many young people and this kind of uh, testimonies we share with friends uh, outside of our church circle Mm-hmm. That way, we are continuing to make Christ known to our small world here yeah. and beyond. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Well, we're very blessed that this is happening in an era with so much technology that um, there's just a few years ago, had the shutdown occurred, um, there wouldn't have been the opportunity to do virtual worship the way that we are today. And I was recently able to preach at NCF, and I did not fly 8,000 miles over to India. I couldn't do that during the pandemic, but I also didn't yes. have to get up at 1.30 in the morning to be able to be at your 10.30 a.m. Sunday worship service. Yes. And so we were able to pre-record it and send it over. But what an honor it was to, to preach, even though it was virtual and I missed being in the room with my friends and to fellowship with the church, I, I'm grateful to the Lord for that kind of technology, and I'm I'm glad that you're able to leverage that for His glory in 2021. Pastor, how can we be praying for you yes. and for NCF? I want to just take time to thank you for the message which you brought to us. God, the Spirit of God ministered to mm. uh, many of us here, and we were very much encourage and uh, many of the church leaders as well as the members uh, uh, 
gave the feedback that they had a wonderful time uh, listening to the word of God uh, through you. So once again, thank you so much. Mm, and now, um, now coming to the prayer points, we are thinking of uh, organizing uh, or we are thinking to have a one youth game, which we have not finalized. Uh, please pray that uh, whether it happens uh, this uh, virtually or uh, uh, physically uh, coming together, it, it should happen mm -hmm. uh, according to the plan and purpose of God. And as I have mentioned, other churches have uh, started their uh, normal or regular church services, but we are not able to. Mm -hmm. And this is the this is because we do not have our own church building, and we have started actually thinking about again pursuing to do on our own church uh, uh, do 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 on our own uh, land where we can build. Mm -hmm. Many a times in the past years, we came very close to buying the ch land for our church property, but. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that it was not uh, God's timing and we are waiting for. And now we, this time we feel the need more because uh, we are not able to come together, although others have started. Uh, and so uh, this will be also one of the agendas we will discuss on Thursday. Mm -hmm. So please pray for NCF to now have our own church building one day so that yeah. we can worship the Lord without having to uh, worry about adjusting time with the other groups of people or without having to uh, worry about where to go, whom to approach, mm -hmm. uh, where to worship, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because this, we feel that this is uh, actually uh, one of the needs we have. Mm -hmm. It is not just we desire we want to have it, but it, it, this is one of the necessities or one of the needs we have. That's what we feel. So please pray yes. for our church. Continue to pray for our church building project. Yeah. Yes. Pastor, I just want to affirm we've been praying and we will continue to pray. And I personally have been carrying a burden from the Lord for this, praying for many years. We put it on our website years ago and just really haven't, haven't forgotten it and really felt like the time is coming soon when land will yes. be provided and a building will go yes. up. Um, you know, 2020 has been unusual in that a lot of facilities have been vacant, uh, church facilities, multi-million dollar facilities. And you really have to have to wrestle that out with the Lord spiritually because there's nothing wrong with a church having a facility. Why would the Lord allow these large facilities to be vacant in the midst of a global pandemic. It's just about our motives and and the positioning of those facilities as a as a tool for the kingdom. And uh, I just pray, you know, that God will truly do the entire work that he wants done in all of our hearts across the world whenever it comes to church facility and that we will go back into the church facilities with even more passion to finish the task of the Great Commission and that we will leverage these yes. facilities for, for the 
for the advancement of the gospel, for the Great Commission, not just the meeting of the local need, but the international need of providing access for more people to hear about Jesus. I stand with you in faith and in prayer. Thank you. Um, and I just want to encourage my brothers and sisters in the audience. We're basically asking for a minimum of of a quarter of a million dollars. It will take excess of 250,000 US dollars to purchase the land and to build a building there in Pune, India. Now, again, that's a fraction of what it would cost in the US. It would easily be $25 million in the USA or more, but God is able. And let this be the year of the Lord's favor upon brothers and sisters in Christ around the world that, that we would see this ministry tool given. Like earlier, you were celebrating cameras and keyboards and upfitting of an office. But what yes. you were doing, that was in the spirit of wanting it for the advancement of the gospel. And um, the same spirit needs to be uh, behind building a building, that this would be a yes. ministry tool that Naga Christian Fellowship would really be convicted of the Lord to use for the kingdom mission of the advancement of the gospel. And so I'm with you in that. So let's close the show out. This is Missions Changed My Life. And I would love to just hear before we say goodbye, how has God used missions to change your life? Personally, I have been so, so blessed. Uh, there are there are many times uh, I felt I so low and then uh, Global Hope India uh, coming and visiting our church and then and, and personally meeting me and my family uh, and then hearing the word from uh, word of God <coughs> from especially uh, uh, you, the Gavin White here, had been very enriching, very edifying. And uh, one of the most significant thing happened in my life as I, in, as I uh, continue with the partnering with the Global Hope of India, I remember was uh, uh, it was a previous year, a Global Hope of India bringing uh, part queen for the communication skills development program. Mm -hmm. And uh, there I gained a lot of confidence and I, I learned so much about communications. Mm. And that was really helpful even in my uh, preaching and teaching in the church and even outside. Praise so, um, personally, I have been uh, uh, very much enriched through this uh, uh, global hub of India. The missions has never been uh, in vain. Every time you showed up, you showed up with something uh, great for me personally. Mm. And the same, the same thing, uh, the same goes with my church here. Uh, like I have mentioned uh, before, last time, uh, last Sunday, the word that came through you was indeed uh, very enriching for us. It was very powerful, and it uh, built our confidence in the Lord much more than uh, we, we had before. So once again, thank you so much. Mm. Thank you so much for everything. And we hope and pray that this partnership will continue uh, even in the days to come, even in a more meaningful 
uh, men are done. We have uh, experience. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Pastor, for being on the show. I want us just to close with a demonstration of partnership. I'd like to pray for you and NCF, and then I'd like for you to pray for me and for Global Hope India. Sure. And let's sure. let's pray we together. Do yeah. that. Heavenly Father, oh, I just okay. want to give you praise for my brother and oh, his marriage and family, hallelujah. for the miracles of healing Theodore, for the growth that he has experienced, as well as the growth in. Father, I just want to continue to just lift up NCF. I praise you for the growth that they experience, for the faith that you have developed over the past year. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll allow their hands to lack no good gift from your hands. And I just ask you, Father, will you meet every need that they have? Would you give them wisdom as they look at their programs over 2021? Father, I pray, I stand with my brothers and sisters in Christ around the world, and we ask you for a plot of land for, for this beautiful congregation. And we pray that a building would spring up in the name of Jesus, that you would provide them this ministry tool to be a house of prayer for the nations that they could gather. Yes. Uh, Father, we just pray that that miracle and others would just come forth for your glory and honor. Bless them, continue to use them as a light post for the gospel. Father, give them boldness in their prayers, boldness in their faith and in their witness to a watching world. And we will give you praise in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I pray for Global Hope of India, Reverend Kevin White, and Justine and all the members and the board members, we thank you for their lives and for the mission and ministry which they have been, Lord, carrying out in obedience to your call. We pray that, Lord, you will continue to bless them, enrich them so that they can be a blessing to the people more and more. I pray for good health. I pray for happiness. I pray for uh, success in all their doings so that, Lord, they will continue to shine well, for your glory. May the living God continue to provide all their needs, supply all their needs, and help them to keep reaching out many, many people, and uh, help them to keep uh, encouraging, help them to, uh, Lord, uh, keep building the body of Christ more and more, committing especially the lives of uh, the, the, the members of Global Hope of India, the staff and the board members into your loving hands. With thanksgiving, we offer our prayers in Jesus' most blessed name. Amen. Amen. Pastor, thank you. God bless you. Justin, what a great You're interview. You're welcome. Thank you for being on the show today. Yes, Pastor, thank you, thank thank you, you so yeah. much. Thank you. God bless. Oh, you're most welcome. This episode is complete, so head over to globalhopeindia.org for show notes, resources, and opportunities to go to India through GHI. Continue to be radically transformed by God as you live out the Great Commission, and we'll see you again next week here at Missions Change My Life. When the red light district in Mumbai, India closed due to COVID-19, it was a true answer to prayer. Unfortunately, the women who were forced into commercial sex work were left abandoned with no means to feed their children. 
This Valentine's Day, we invite you to share the love of Jesus with vulnerable women by giving them a month of groceries. Your generosity not only blesses the women, but allows the church to make Christ known. $25 provides groceries for a whole month. Give now at globalhopeindia.org slash grocery. That's globalhopeindia.org slash grocery. Happy Valentine's Day. Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity, was an instant international bestseller on Amazon. Audacious Generosity is now available worldwide on Amazon in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. You'll find the Audacious Generosity ebook on Apple Books, Kindle, Google Play, and all the popular online ebook stores. The Audacious Generosity audiobook was recorded by Kevin himself, and reviewers are loving it. The audiobook can be found online in over 40 audiobook stores worldwide, including Audible, Apple, Google, and more. Buy Audacious Generosity for yourself. Gift it to your family and friends for the holidays. Discover why Audacious Generosity was an instant bestseller. Audacious Generosity is all about you enjoying a living relationship with God that's fueled by courage, characterized by freedom, and overflowing with audacious generosity. Get your copy today.